Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. They've been with us since the very beginning. If you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out. Use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. all right boys and girls so uh we actually at the very beginning of this uh lied right to your face we are not at the solero commerce compound but we are live on location at our resident connecticut correspondent's house daddy if you will sean foster short track racer himself and by the way this is going to be episode 112 right is it i think so that's gary baylog <laughs> and also Tanner McDougal. Tanner McDougal, yeah. Uh, but no, as always, I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III. You are Brad Sauce here at B Sauce 96. Together, we're at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. That's Facebook, that's Instagram, that's Twitter. That's uh, more importantly a Patreon account where I do recommend that you head on over to the Patreon app, look up the Black Flag Podcast, and uh, sign up to get some exclusive content. And discount on all merchandise, but <clears throat> we uh, we're in recovery mode, Bradley. Not as much, not as bad as yesterday. Oh, yeah. I don't know what we did Friday tits. night, but we showed up. We we got to the party pretty late, nine thirty ish, nine thirty arrival, and crushed some trulies. Did a couple shots, and woke up yesterday with a top five hangover of all time. And like Charlie said, top ten, and Charlie's been at this this game a little bit longer than I have, so that's that means just as much. Yeah. But I mean, Christ, I did a throw up in the morning, and I've never once thrown up while like being hungover. Where? In the parking lot of Stafford. Oh. <laughs> Not on your carpet. So, okay. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah we, no, we made the cat eat the it. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's been acting a little funny. Uh, so, there's stomach acid inside so, of him. She hasn't eaten anything out of her dish. <laughs> uh, so, not only are we at Sean Foster's house, but we're going to have Sean at the table with us today, too. Um, yeah, no, we... that Yesterday was just bad. Bad, bad, bad. I had the worst bad, headache. Like naughty. <laughs> it got that way later in the night. <laughs> 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 Uh, no, I had the worst fucking headache I've ever had in my entire life. We both wake up, and we didn't really do anything different. I feel than no, we normally no, it was, do. It was, it was a tame night. It was. Ta- it was. We didn't drink nearly as much. Tame, considering we're still at Stafford Motor Speedway, enjoying the party life. But we, like, I get. I had some trellies. I had. I had some nips. I think where the night went south is when we woof. Uh, <laughs> um, I think where the night went south was when we came back to, to to Scene's house here, and you're like, "Do you want a bevy?" I said, "Sure," and you hand me a Bud Heavy, 
which I love a butt heavy. I do. I really do. But on top of Truly's and McGillicuddy's nips. They make you shit, too, (laughs) I remember you saying. Oh, my good God, yes. (laughs) Did you shit on the carpet? (laughs) (laughs) I lost an organ, actually. actually, My colon actually fell out on your carpet. That's probably why your cat's not uh, hungry. I thought, I thought you were saying an organ, like no. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a church that we were yeah, supposed like to go to the instead, game it's, Instead of blowing windows, blowing fucking organs <laughs> out of my ass. Sean Sean had us convinced, or at least me, yesterday, that we were going to church because oh, he, I was he was like, he, he was like, if you're staying under my roof, we're going to church. <laughs> we got to be up at eight a.m. for mass, and I was like, oh my god, no! Uh, not only do I not church, but I also do not eight a.m. on Ever. a Sunday. <laughs> and I, we woke up at a, at a brisk ten, and Sean had the Bible in his hand, and he was reading verses to us. So that I, was church. I, I was so confused. <laughs> so I, I, I was still half asleep on the couch this morning. And Sean, Sean, again, was pretty convincing in telling us that we were going to church today. I said, no, we're fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up, no, we're not. <laughs> I wake up to him on the wooden chair next to the couch in which I slept with literally the fucking Bible in his hand. <laughs> He's reading some verse, and he very convincingly looked at me and said, Charlie, pay attention. <laughs> I was like, oh, my. He was serious. <laughs> Until he started laughing. I was like, oh, thank Christ. <laughs> Literally. Uh, but fuck. No, we, uh, again, Stafford's always a great time. We got to Green Bus for the first time in our lives last night. Um, but we also had a fuckload of good racing. We had what we had SK mods. We had the Granite State Pro Stock Series. We had late models. We had some fucking weird shit boxes with wings on them. We had street stocks. Can I interrupt with a story? Because the the convincing this story yeah. <laughs> just brought back something um, a few days ago. So my I grew up in Ellington, Connecticut, and a local kind of friend ended up buying my parents' house uh, as they had moved to Enfield. And so the kid posted um, a bunch of pictures of he did a, a ton of landscaping and like dug up the entire property and made it look, you know, much nicer. And he found the remains <clears throat> of Jesus. Well, you're close. That's <laughs> <laughs> where this is going. So he dug up a bunch of stuff and, and he posted the pictures on Facebook. And I said, <laughs> I said, comments said, what the fuck, dude? My dog was buried back right there. <laughs> And so he kind of like, you know, his response, like it was kind of, you know, he, he was worried that I, that I was serious. And so I just didn't bother answering him. And then he must have found my, gotten my number from a friend or something. And he's texting me and I just left it for a full day. And he's like, seriously, I'm, I'm really sorry. We didn't see anything. I was like, no, I'm just kidding. Just off the top of your head, you came up with that whole fucking scenario. But, yeah, sorry. This is why we love you. <laughs> this is Thank why you. You're, this is why you're a part of this. Failings mutual. Oh Thank you. fuck. No, uh, <clears throat> we we saw again. We saw a lot of good racing. We got to see all our pals, our Connecticut pals, our Massachusetts pals, and things. But um, I have never seen or heard a car. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> hit, god! It's so fucking hard. As Cuzzy Pal, was it 05, 05? Yeah. God, I really thought that I got shot. Like, <laughs> like, it was the loudest wreck I have ever heard by 
numerous decibels. <laughs> it was so bad. So we're we're sitting in the BFP bleachers at Stafford Motor Speedway. Our spot there. Oh, it, by the way, yeah, you had, you had never sat there before. I, so it's turn my, one. My thirty-five years of going to the track, I've I've stood right next to those bleachers, but I had never sat in those bleachers. And the only reason that I went to sit in those bleachers is because we were doing a film project, and um, I had to kind of get the camera on two fellows that were like spotting from those bleachers and i felt a little sketchy there i was like guys like this is not i've never been here like this is where the trashy people sit and and you're like what do you mean i like it here i was like yeah that's my point i was like i've never sat anywhere else other than here he's like yeah that's what welcome to the conversation Uh, oh fuck no but we're sitting we're sitting in the turn one stands there and it's the only like hundred foot stretch of where there's actually a safer barrier yeah. on the entire race <laughs> otherwise it's all just guardrail or just solid wall charlie joey park and i are sitting there and we're like just going around the racetrack like this is the one spot and i was sitting there like we've sat in turn one every time and i've never seen a car hit right here and then it did well, well if you and think we about why. it if you think about it that is going to be stafford's very it's a Long straightaway, tight corner. So if something's going to happen, it's going to be on a restart in turn one where the gaggle of cars are going all to the same spot. Yeah, there's a reason they put it there. Yeah. <laughs> so so if, you're, if you've never been to Stafford, you look and you're like, oh, there's only a 100-foot stretch of safety barrier. That's probably where all the shit happens. That's where I'm going to sit. So we sat there. And was it Mike O'Sullivan? Yeah. The 08. And I don't – who was the other guy? It could be. Yeah. 05. They got into it somehow. And that zero five car backed into the last ten feet of the safer barrier, and like Brad said, I thought a fucking gun went off. It was so fucking loud, and that car was donezo, gonzo, fucking junk. Forget about it. <laughs> like, like the fuel cell <laughs> was touching his fucking helmet. Basically, he hit so fucking hard it broke the roof yeah if you break the roof of your race car <laughs> holy fuck <laughs> jesus christ he hit so fucking hard um what else happened we had street stonks we had modifords <laughs> there was a modified race was there yeah yeah that the, the granite the take it for granite state pro stocks yeah yep, yep. Uh, the, yeah, the late late models, limited late models, street stonks, granite. I like that you granite. say street stonks. Yeah, well, you said it first. <laughs> I was just mimicking you. Can we just take a minute to appreciate the fact that we all got? We were like, we need a beer, and then they were like, the limited late models are coming out, and we're like, we're gonna go get a beer. So, <laughs> so we leave the facility. Go, I go move my car over towards the camper section where we were, we were all partying. We crack open a frosty brew. We drink a brew. We walk back in, and we sat down right as the late models were coming out onto the racetrack. Yeah, because like, out of time, wow, more perfectly. We are unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we've done this once or twice. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Oh fuck. Yeah, you were in rough shape for much longer than I was. Uh, we, we. So we. So again, we we got here. We did. We got here Friday night, and the the first night was just tame. Really, I thought. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. Really I feel, and I, I woke up not well. Well, all. was the first night a uh, screen printing night? Yes. Yeah. Until four thirty, five, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were we up that late? I was. Oh, what? Did, when did I go to? Charlie bed? helped me make shirts. You 
didn't want to. I walked Thank into you. your garage and immediately was looking around to try to figure out where I could throw up because <laughs> I was I was in very not good shape. So he found the cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. He threw up in the cat's mouth. Don't you dare. Oh, fuck. No, like I said, we didn't really get too crazy, I feel. And we both woke up and we looked at each other and we're like, I, this something is not right. We thought we yeah. got drugged or something yeah. like like, yeah, I had actually. the worst headache ever. And, like, you know how you get nauseous and, like, want to throw up from your stomach? I was nauseous because I had such a bad headache. That Like, that's how bad of a situation I was in. Did you, did you, did your head go bonk on Friday night? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, by the way, there's a cabinet right there with, like, Advil. And, and all thank that. you thank so much you for that. so much <laughs> Sunday afternoon for telling me that we uh, did we did have some welcome. Advil we had we had a we went to Dunkin Donuts on the way there I was like I just need food like I felt like food was a was a good option um and Dunkin Donuts food is just quite literally yucky um yeah. and so we walk in or we don't walk in we drive through the drive-thru and I'm like I'm gonna get a bacon egg and cheese on a bagel Charlie's like I'll take that same thing I started eating it, and I'm like, I've made a poor, poor decision, but I'm very, very hungry, so I'm going to keep eating it. It was pretty it. fucking gross. <laughs> so I, I ate that sandwich, drank a large ice water after drinking a water prior to leaving the house, get to the racetrack. I'm like, oh, it's probably a little bit too... So we're standing in line, basically, and I'm like, oh, it's, it's a little cold, so I'm going to go put on pants. So I go back to the car, change from shorts to pants, and that motion just did not help me whatsoever because you put your pants on too fast right as I, yeah literally right <laughs> yeah. as i got my pants buttoned up i started getting that taste in your mouth that you're gonna throw up and i'm like oh no oh no 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 so like a gentleman i got out of the car and there's a lot of people because stafford party great scene like before the races there's fires there's unreal grilling campers there's, there's people with beers it's 10 30 like our kind of people and so I'm I'm trying to figure out where I can throw up around my car where no one's going to see, but I'm parked so far back that I'm around everyone's camper. So I uh, naturally go over to Charlie's side of the car, <laughs> and I open the passenger side and throw up all of that Dunkin' Donuts. It was mostly the water, and I don't know why. My body rejected it. Actually, it the bagel came out as a whole. Again. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> it might have tasted better the second time around, to be honest with you, because it was not that good the first. But then luckily, it, it, our, our mother... Dude. Cassidy Griffith uh, yeah. saved our life with some Pedialyte. <laughs> that helped me. I had an aggressive amount of Pedialyte yes. Saturday. Yes, like, we did. Like, I don't know if you can overdose on Pedialyte, <laughs> but if you can, I should have. That's probably why we're so you know, spirited right now. We're, we're alive and well. I have a possible suggestion with the throwing up thing. <laughs> um, a long time ago, it was my friend Buddy Rob told me... Um, I think I was doing pukey things, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, listen, you look stupid right now. Like, you have to, you have to like do something to make it look cool." So, <laughs> so now from now from that point on, anytime I do a throw up, and there might be somebody watching. Actually, oddly enough, if nobody's watching, it goes into my head as to what to do. <laughs> so he says you have to do, you know. So what we did is the raptor, and when you throw up, you just kind of throw your arms in the air and just. <laughs> And just do like a, <laughs> and it causes like a, a, it's a funny scene. Instead of sitting there looking like you know sad and stupid, just <laughs> like I might start just dry heaving. Like I'm fucking about to have if a hairball. If I ever saw that, I would never stop laughing ever again. <laughs> just showing over there with T Rex. I'm. <laughs> Oh, 
my fuck. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I definitely didn't do that. I just <laughs> But to have the conscious fucking thought while someone's throwing up, you look stupid right now. <laughs> Make it look cool. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Love it. Uh, oh, yeah. So, we'll, we'll, wait, not only did we have Pedialyte over by the DG12 trailer, we also went out into the parking lot where our, our good pal Mike Rainville, uh, him and Carrie Rainville, bought us a, 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 a quite the amount of alcohol. Yeah. That, that double hook. What is it called? Double hooked Stafford <clears throat> Speedway Lager or something like that. Yeah. Could Stafford suck. Speedway teamed up with bad. a local doesn't brewery suck. and they created their own concoction does not i I liked it and those are some of the things that stafford does that i i would like to say that i respect because you don't see that at a lot of other places you don't see them reaching out and diversifying themselves and doing stuff like that so good on stafford for that um sponsored us they sponsored us a a a whole case of of it was like 30 fucking beers and they're they're like pounders too they're not who did the Rainvilles. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And so then, Speaking but also the Rainvilles. Are they here right now? <laughs> it is Cause raining. Because it's, it's raining outside. Yeah, is that okay. what you're getting? Yeah. Yeah. Wherever we are right don't now. Don't ever but... do that again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he also brought a, a Pedialyte that he said that he got for New Year's two <laughs> years ago, <laughs> and he's like, it's probably expired. And we looked; it actually expires in October of this year, so we're good. But we we passed that bottle around, oh. Charlie and I, and. Uh, after that, and I had a couple tendies. After that, I was oh, ready to go. Tally? We did last time. Yeah, we last time. Oh, and they were yeah. top of the board. Yeah. So number one. Yes. Yeah, they're pretty. They're they're <laughs> one or two, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're one. Yeah, they're one. Uh, yeah. No, I was still in pretty rough shape though. I'm sitting in the stands, like just straight up not having a good time. And I think what saved my life finally was I went over to Carl Medeiros, or they came up in the stands with us. They're like, "We're gonna go get some beers." I was like, "I need just something." I mean, I don't know if I need another beer to just continue this or what. And I go over there. I pounded like three waters, two Gatorades, took four Advil, and then go back into the racetrack, get attendees basket. Never felt better in my life. That's what that was my saving grace was the attendees there. So uh, if you ever have a shitty hangover, just get the attendees at, at Stafford. But uh, no, again, going back to the racing though, a lot of good action, a lot of a lot of little bit of everything. Honestly, we had people mad at each other. We had you know first time winners. We had fucking huge wrecks we had all of it so um for the first race of the season i think stafford could call that a success i think that that was a great time and we just kind of rewatched the uh the, the features on flow racing which yeah. really good bo- broadcast I'm, yeah for, I, for I act surprised but for for what it is and we, we kind of had that conversation while we were watching that like i remember when i was younger being at beatridge oxford whatever and something would happen and like I feel like the the general conversation was, did anybody have a camera? Did anybody get that? Does anybody, you know, was anybody there? And the answer was always no, because it's early 2000s, 90s, whatever. And the thought of a broadcast at your local racetrack was just unheard of. It just wasn't a thing. So the fact that we do now have, you know, Speed 51, we have Flow Racing, we have, you know, Mav TV even, you know, you have all these options to go back and look at, you know, your local local short tracks, local heroes, whatever you want to call them, where that was never really a thing before. Like, you know, we, we've had minor league sports teams in Portland, Maine forever. We've had a baseball team, hockey team, basketball team now for the last few years. And th- there's really, that's not something you can go and watch on TV. 
So the fact that now we have something with racing is a cool option as Sean beats the shit out of his cat. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Dude, no was wonder why the cat has a black eye. I was, <laughs> I was convinced that that thing was just going to eat Wait, did you just notice her black eye? No. Yeah. No. So, so, I'm do gonna... you know why she's named? <laughs> I do. I do, but I... you should tell everybody. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't? You should. Oh. No. You should, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, when I, when I got right, my cat, um, my favorite part about her was, like, her colors are really cool. Look yeah. at that creature. It's, yeah, she, yeah, she's very majestic. She's got a white belly. She's, like, half brown, yeah. half black. She's Actually, when oh. she sits down, she it looks like she's kind of wearing a sweater. She's got, like, that V pattern. Yeah. It looks kind of neat. But my favorite thing is, like, she has, like, a black around one eye. So I started throwing around, like, ideas of names, and it's, like, I don't know, Bruiser or something like that. And I was, like... It was right around the time when I got her around the uh, the Chris Brown. And we shouldn't laugh at this. It's not really funny, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, so Rihanna. The, the incident's not funny, but why your cat's name okay. is that is pretty <laughs> fucking funny. I was trying to suppress it, do but not, I could not stop laughing. I was trying to be a good person. It's a serious manner. But yeah, Rihanna. <laughs> his cat has a his female cat has a black eye, and her name is Rihanna incredible uh you know you're not a good person (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck oh i don't know about that (laughs) so there was racing yesterday Uh, Allegedly. No, but honestly, that flow racing deal that we just watched was kind of neat because when you get drunk and you watch the races, like, I'm a very forgetful person. You add alcohol to it. I forgot half the things that happened yesterday. But then you can go back in the morning and, and rewatch, and then you're caught back up. You're having flashbacks of what happened, what you saw, and that uh, didn't suck. I'd, I'd be down to watch that wreck again from the pro stocks. That... Oh, yeah. We didn't oh, if that, that if the sound that. doesn't come across on the, the actual video... It does not do the wreck justice. So we were we were uh, up in the stands, and when the street stocks came out onto the racetrack, I was I was saying that when the first time I ever came to Stafford, I was I was late, and I don't like being late to a racetrack. I fucking hate it. it stresses me out. I don't like being late to anything, but a racetrack, no, no, we're not doing that. But I was, uh, and so I was late by like not the crazy like ten minutes. So I think I got I don't. When was this? This was the first time we ever oh, came. Oh yeah. And I don't know if it was in a heat race. I can't remember. Um, but the street stocks, the, the the number one hardest crash of 2020 was probably the hardest crash I've ever seen in my entire life. Like oh, that, that guy, that cousin that got right reared going into three, yeah, and it, like hit the and hit the opening head on. Oh yeah, yeah, hit that the was, opening to, that was to the racetrack. Good. Like that was no, that was not good at all. But like Charlie and I were saying, that like that is that was a wreck that you saw happen, and then the sound came like five seconds later almost. Yeah, like yeah, it was just it was unbelievable. I was like, I cannot believe that that guy just got out of that car. Well, if you think about it, Stafford's a half-mile racetrack. So, corner to corner, it was probably a quarter mile away from us. And that guy hit so fucking hard that, and this was, what, a year ago now, basically. He hit so hard, you saw it happen, like Brad said. And then, like, one, two, three, boom! And you're like, oh, my fucking God, that guy is dead, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) But that, like, I I was thinking after that 0-5 fella hit, that that, if Stafford does a top 20 of... 2021, which I'm assuming they're going to top 10, whatever, that is going to be up there because that was a fucking hard, 
hard wreck. Mm-hmm. What are there? What are some of the hardest wrecks that you've seen at Stafford? Because you're, you're again, you're a resident Connecticut correspondent here. What are some of the most gnarly wrecks that you've heard and seen at Stafford while you were there? It's got to be something that pops them in. Mm-hmm. Or was it you? No. No, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. No, at <laughs> all. No. You've never seen a wreck at Stafford. Um, yeah, I've seen tons of wrecks at Stafford. I can't think. I don't, the only ones I'm thinking of are mine. I did like <laughs> how bad I did had, you fuck up? I have a high mark. Um, that they replaced the billboard since then, but Mark Root, <laughs> the owner of the, the track, billboard? yeah, I hit the Budweiser sign. I did a, <laughs> I, I did a climb, and I had a high mark on it with a, with a big rubber mark. Um, my second race ever. Um, I did a, a a really stupid overcorrect in turn one, and I hit head on there. Um, missed the the soft walls by about three feet, so that was a that was a hard hit. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's an on the spot question. I can't yeah, really very good at that. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that being said, you do have cars now, right? You have your another car. So are, are you gonna do NAS modding? Are we gonna are we gonna whip our tits out for you at the racetrack? Or oh, what? that would be so neat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a NAS mod uh, waiting for the motor to get uh, motored. And <laughs> as soon as I get it back, I'll put it in the NAS mod. And I was hoping for, um, I was hoping to go uh, to the Beach Ridge event. Mm-hmm. Can New you imagine wow. if Scene Foster was going to race at Beach Ridge? You saw, you think you saw a party last night? Yeah. we Oh, my God. Up there. I, tits out for the boys. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know if, I don't know if the, that party's going to be outdone well we can see that was last night was yeah last last night was was a great fucking time so i had never green bust before in my life and this is probably one of the first times other than like a nascar event where i saw literally like a concert slash live music in the parking lot of a racetrack surrounded by campers and just everybody who wants to be there for the same reason fucking cool the amount of campers that were there for a, a one day show at this point, because Sunday was canceled before the weekend even started, was more campers than I've seen at a short track, probably other than the Oxford 250, maybe. Yeah. Ever. Like, yeah, it was a lot. That, for for was, just a weekly show, that was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, I don't know. That, that <clears> blew <throat> my mind that there was that many campers there. Because honestly, I was, as we were driving down, I'm like, oh, maybe the party is not going to be that crazy because they canceled Sunday. There's probably not going to be many people camping. And goddamn, there was. Yeah, there was more campers than I've ever seen at anything other than an Oxford 250. And not to be lost in the conversation, while this is going on, they have like a bar set up to the left. So like they had a literally, they were making margaritas for people. The entire bar was made out of old hockey sticks. That was fucking cool to me. They had tables set up, also made out of old hockey sticks. And I I go over there, I was like, what do I got to do? He's like, oh, you just got to tip the band and we'll make you a drink. So I was like, all right. I, I gave him some cash out of my pocket. He's like, all right, here we go. And he goes to make this margarita. I have never seen a blender with a pull cord on it before. But he rips that fucking thing. It's like an old chainsaw or weed whacker or something like that they have made into a blender. And he pours ice into it. And we're watching him make that margarita. I think he put an entire bottle of tequila in it, followed by also Grey Goose, I believe. I've never had vodka in my margarita before, but it had both. It was uh, an aggressive amount of alcohol. And then there was like, I don't know that there was a mixer. No. <laughs> it was just ice and alcohol. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's what it was. <laughs> I, have, I have stories going through my head right now of yeah. pull cords. Oh. 
Yeah, oh, which, my. first of all, like another funny Facebook comment that I made was like somebody had a, a picture of just a handle that, you know, must have been for a snowblower. And he was like a friend of mine. And he said, oh, good start to the day. And I responded with, so all the beads are inside you? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> Were they? I'm unsure. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there was also... Um, Ooh, I don't know. You might have to edit this one out. <laughs> but um, we used to, we had like I don't remember which friend of mine. There was a stag party, and you know how stags are. You've been to the filthy ones with the with yeah. the females and yeah. everything, <laughs> correct? And uh, there was a, a set of beads, and <laughs> the, the lady uh, in question, the miss, the lady, yeah. <laughs> the madam, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she uh, placed herself as a like a four legged dog. Uh, position on a as table as opposed to a three-legged dog yeah exactly <laughs> she didn't get hit by a car or anything <laughs> <laughs> so the bead situation she did on her own and um you know there's a large amount of people around watching this and i have this friend kyle who gets a, a little just a little too much a little <laughs> out of control <laughs> And I realized, like, you know, it's kind of one of those things. You don't you don't want people being grabby, and he might be the type, like, to do a grab or something that would kind of ruin the fun in the party because, you know, it's, it's like, hey, you're going too far. So I'm kind of trying to, like, make sure he's under control. So all of the um, the beads are in at this point. Where are they? And my friend, <laughs> you know, and my friend Kyle looks at me and says, well, Time to start the lawnmower. <laughs> and, I, and I had to hold him back because he was about to <laughs> Yankee Doodle. That poor girl would have shit all over you. <laughs> that would have been a disgusting margarita. <laughs> Episode 112, that would have been a disgusting margarita. <laughs> Beautiful. Just hope they had a mixer. <laughs> and oh, and yeah, another. You ever had a brown margarita before? <laughs> you fucking that right there. <laughs> Frozen coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I had another friend tell me a story of uh, this is my friend, my friend Tim. He says that he had hooked up. This was, he was a young guy. He says I was like 18 years old and I hooked up with an older girl. Uh, she was like 40 or something like that, and she oh, wow. brought she brought out this whole bead situation in the bedroom, and he uh, so they're in the midst of using the beads, and he doesn't know how how this works, and she says, "Okay, now just take them out of me," and he did a pull cord, <laughs> and then she's like, "Why did you do that?" And he said he was so nervous. He's like, "I I, I didn't know what to do." <laughs> Sometimes ignorance is an excuse. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Oh, oh fuck my ass. So anyway, what, yeah, did we was... miss anything else? What? Like, I don't have any more bead stories. <laughs> you're asking. From the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, just, I mean, just, just the party scene. Um, yeah, were there any stories? Oh, the, did we get to the golf cart? No. No, we did right. not get to the golf cart. So anytime I feel like BFP is in town with all of our gaggle of really big idiots if there's anything <laughs> mo- motorized just put it away <laughs> just, just, just make sure it is out of our reach because 
It's not even God us. damn it. It's not it's not you, it's not I. It's it's, it's all of us. It's our it's our gaggle. <laughs> it's just like COVID. It's it's all of us. Yeah. It really just takes, it takes all, all of us. Of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh fuck. So so we're at a fire and I I don't know the kid's name whose golf cart that it was. Me neither. Dance with him uh, a handful of times. But multiple Matt, parties. <laughs> we, we, we go over there and, again, just put it away. <laughs> just just <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, right? Left the keys in it at the time. Gonzo. Yeah. <laughs> and last time at Thompson, we had Joy Parker's. Yeah golf cart we only put nine of us on it and so i was like that's mild and that's right? one of our that's that's part of our gaggle so that that golf cart is fine to do whatever we want to do to it now this fella we don't know his name not really part of our gaggle i, I don't dislike this fella no, no it's, it's i know who it is it's brett brett Ganya. Yeah. wonderful fella nice guy great guy just i have never seen just brett. learned his name Brett, um, I, I don't know him that well, but he was some cunted. When he saw what was going to happen, very preemptive of him, takes the key out. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea, right? Well, Party naturally, over. naturally, right? Because this is very common throughout life. We, we had a person with a master key to all golf carts. <laughs> so this cousin takes the key out. And then watches his golf cart take away. <laughs> not even <laughs> 10 seconds later. <laughs> and not only was he mad, but some confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, the wires had been crossed up there. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think for a minute or two, he was quite impressed. <laughs> he said, you can take it if you could hotwire it. And he's like, holy fuck. They just did that in very timely it was in, yeah. yeah, it was impressed and depressed all in one. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Honestly, this is your fault. You said that we could do this. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they take off. And I didn't end up on the golf cart, which no. I'm kind of glad because the fucking majestic scene that I saw when upon their <laughs> re-arrival was incredible. So oh, they yeah. take off. There's how many of you are on it? There's there's only there's four of us. It's, it's <clears throat> is there four? Yeah, there's four. Four. So, so Swat Monson's driving. Reagan, Reagan, Parent, and Joy Parker are <laughs> somewhere on there. I was just hanging off the back, right? And as we took off, we took a turn damn near too fast, and I almost fell off the thing. Well, that, that it'll happen when you put two people on the back of a golf cart, which standing are, up. You know, they, they, drunk with drink. They're not really uh, weight dis. No proportion well, out made on them. Hold golf club, <laughs> right? Not not, <laughs> not seven humans. <laughs> so when you put two of them on the back, they get a little light in the front. So the wheels, if they're not on the ground, they're probably not going to turn that well, right? So you guys take off. You fuck off for a minute. And I think it was you and I standing at the fire. And the way that they had it all set up, they had their camper set up in like a block, like a square. And it's great because you have your own little community, your own little housing project there. It's great. So we have the fire going, but it's very dark outside. All you see is the middle. <laughs> I hope I remember this scene like in my head because it makes me laugh very much in my head right now seeing what you're about to describe. <laughs> I hope it's one of those things that years from now I can envision and just have a quick laugh moment. <laughs> and, like I said, it's dark out in the background. All you can see is kind of the middle <clears throat> The fire and the people around the fire, but you you hear off in the background, you, you hear some yelling and some and some commotion, and you're like, those are our friends, those we know those our voices are coming back, we know those voices, and I look to my right, and out of nowhere, 
majestic scene of said golf cart. <laughs> now three full people. Blown, <laughs> full blown fucking John Forrest drag car wheelie <laughs> out of the darkness. <laughs> Loud noise too, Shoot. like like the anchor dragging across <laughs> yeah. the ground. <laughs> fucking wheelie. Four of my, my best friends on this fucking golf cart going from the darkness into the crowd. All I see is the bottom of the golf cart. That's all I see. And like Sean said, you just hear this dragging fucking awful noise. Just <laughs> and somebody bailed off the back. That was me. And that fucking scared. thing took such a hard left. And two, the golf cart's immediate left is a gorgeous $100,000 plus camper. And I'm like, oh my God, we're going to have to get a second mortgage because we're about to own that fucking camper. At this point, when we re-entered the, the party scene, Matt's still driving, and now three of us are on the back. Reagan's on one side, Joey's on the other, and I'm in the middle. And uh, yeah, when we came back in, after about five to ten seconds of... I got a little scared. Jumped off. Reagan jumped off. I got elbowed in the face at one point, and I was now standing behind the thing watching what you guys were seeing as you saw the bottom of a golf cart going towards this fucking camper. We were very close to hitting it. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> it was, yeah. Luckily, you crash landed the, yeah, the front yeah. wheels. I, wanted, I didn't want to be a yeah, part the, of hitting the, a the fucking prop broke everything. You had to you know, belly landed. It was wild. Landed in the I, Hudson I River. It was incredible. I can only imagine that uh, Brett. Yes. Was very unimpressed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could not have been less impressed. He's about to turn into Brett the Hitman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. I love wrestling. Uh, so <laughs> I, I had the, uh, the the Roman candle. Oh, oh my, my God. fuck. Yeah, How did we forget? Him? I almost lost an eye. I literally almost <laughs> lost the fucking eye. So, reverting back before... Sean made, actually, this was after the golf cart, I think, wasn't it? No, this was before. Was it before? Sean, it was Sean, Sean made Borges into the Statue of Liberty for a second there. <laughs> so, our good pal here, scene. You show up with Roman candles. Because naturally, that's what you do when you're going into a crowd of humans, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you get the uh, you get the Roman candles, and you were doing it perfectly. You would go up to somebody like, hey, can you hold this? <laughs> and just light the fucking thing <laughs> off and walk away. <laughs> so people are like, ah, oh, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's live music, basically a concert going on, and you just see Roman candles shooting out of the middle of the fucking crowd. <laughs> and I don't know who had one. But I was standing off to the left, watching you do this, laughing my balls off. And all of a sudden, someone panicked and waved it into the crowd. (laughs) And it went off, barely missed my face, and I got a face full of the fucking powder or whatever. What is that shit? Wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like whatever that shit is in there, right to the eyeball. Like, could not have hit me more square in the retina. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm blind. I don't have an eye anymore. I'm dying. I'm going to die right here at Stafford. I was supposed to go out. Oh, yeah. So I'm going over there. I'm finding friends. Like, do you have water or something I can flush my fucking eye out with? <laughs> do you have an eye wash station? Yeah. By yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, we should have just a mobile eye wash station for four hours. <laughs> for, for more than just Roman candle yeah. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Like, literally on the back of the BFP bang bus, we should just have, like, an emergency fucking shower and eye wash station. (laughs) Yeah, if you guys ever have, like, an insurance policy and they have to, like, you know, take a look at 
what you have, what they're dealing with. It's like, yeah, you guys need, <laughs> and that would be on the list. <laughs> You're not listening. This is required for you to have insurance. I don't think, like, just now looking back on it, everyone's probably seen the, like that's listening right now has seen this the story on the the Instagram from BFP or my story or Charlie's story. Or anyone that was there, you've seen somewhat of the the scene that was there and how many people were there. We were right at the stage. Yes, right in the middle of. A lot, a lot of people with pyrotechnics. (laughs) 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 And I'm just now realizing how dangerous that was. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, one girl had the... I I did the prank to a girl and like... Immediately, there was a man who came running over and said, "Hey, you you can't do that, <laughs> bitch." And I, bet. And then, and I turned to her. I was like, "Yeah, that wasn't cool whatsoever." <laughs> you stop it right I gave, now. I gave the wavy finger to her. Then no, no, <laughs> you should, no, no. I think no. I told the guy like you should probably like have her leave. <laughs> I forgot all about that, and I got one directly to the face. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty. Uh, Oh, man. Oh, fuck. What a weekend. So that was Stafford. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty mild weekend, really. Yeah. I actually, uh, random story with the the, the fire and pyrotechnics kind of reminded me. So we, um, me and my pals, I think it was my friend. My pals and I. Yep, sorry. Uh, My friend Danny, Kate, uh, my friend Mikey. And I think their wives, I think it was like five of us. Anyway, we go to a brewery to do the whole tour and everything like that. Well, it was a very nice place and where you kind of, there's like a side area of the building that has um, a fire pit, that type of deal, and stacked firewood like around the perimeter of this area. So Mikey and I, you know, we, we go through the tour and, and so we've had a couple of few beers in us. And Mikey and I, we kind of, we do like bad things like we're we're kind of we have that devilish side and when the two of us come together it's pretty bad so we uh we i think my, the, a couple people were buying merch and mikey and i are like let's just go outside and goof off near the fire pit well we start throwing logs on the fire pit it's kind of a large fire pit and so we start like throwing logs on the fire pit and we're kind of like evil laughing like how much did we put on <laughs> and so we just like it's almost like as we pass each other, putting more logs on the fire, it's kind of like, well, I'm not going to stop until you stop. And, <laughs> and we are emptying. And now we have like a stack of firewood, like to the ceiling here of firewood. It was really bad. And it's like, this is going to be real. This is going to be a problem soon for somebody. <laughs> and we're gonna, somebody. And we're going to be leaving. So hopefully it's not us. That's the problem. And so, we're getting close to like having all of it because me again me and him were looking at each other like all of it it's like this is is bad so we're in the midst of this and a couple of young choppers walk i don't know eight ten years old not even and um two kids and like hey what are you guys doing and we're like oh well we actually have to burn all this firewood but you know tonight like we have to get rid of it and so that a new supply comes in and we said this is expired <laughs> we said, we, so we're like would you guys do us like a big favor and, and like we have a lot to do inside you know in, in the brewery would you guys mind like putting the rest of this firewood on the fire and, and they're all excited they're all juicy like yeah that would be so cool we're like guys we appreciate it so much thank you 
So we, Mikey and I end up. <laughs> literally turn eight-year-olds into arsons. <laughs> so Mikey and I go in the truck, and we're just giggling, laughing, and we get in the truck, and everyone's ready to leave, and they're like, what are you guys laughing at? And we're like, just drive over by the fire, and, and you'll see. And we're leaving. And now the fire had, had started getting dangerous. <laughs> and we're just like, oh, boy, that's bad. And as we're driving by, the kid's parents must have, like, gone out. I'm guessing it was the parents. And they're, like, burning their hands trying to remove the firewood because it's getting dangerous. And you can tell they're, like, reprimanding the kids. <laughs> <laughs> And we just go, I think we should leave now. <laughs> and those kids are in jail. <laughs> Where yeah. was this? And like Mikey and Danny's wives are like, you guys are seriously like awful people. Of shit. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Where where was that? A brewery in like Vermont or something. We we took a day trip to go to the brewery. You started a fire out back yeah. of a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta burn all this wood so we can get a new supply. Because <laughs> that's because that's are, how that works. <laughs> yeah. Like those kids are gonna get in so much trouble. <laughs> I hope those kids have grown up now and they are fans of BFP and they're gonna come find you. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. that was great. Uh, we should probably. Did, who, who was the kid that won the SK race yesterday? Uh, Tyler Hines. Yeah, we should probably talk about him. He kind of dick-stomped the field. That cuzzy, apparently he's never won, right? Am I accurate in saying that? Yep. And it's been a long time since I've been at a racetrack. Somebody wins, and damn near everybody was cheering. Mm-hmm. Very, It seemed very, very popular. Very popular. So it, can you tell us his story? I don't know anything about the kid. He's been around for a while or what? Yeah, I mean, he, he took the typical route with the go-karts. Um, I watched him, and he's got a younger brother that's moving up also, but... They're like the nicest people. Uh, the father and, and the kid I get along really well with. But um, yeah, and he's had a lackluster career to this point. I would say, just you know, it was. I talk to them frequently about the car and the setup and stuff, and they just you know they could never hit it right. You know, once in a while they would shine and you know maybe hit it right, and I think they would get you know kind of excited and optimistic, and then you know a week later it turns to shit or whatever. So yeah, it's it's. That's why everyone was very happy because he's put a lot of time in. He's younger. I don't know how old he is. He's probably twenty five, we'll say. But um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking he's on his fifth or sixth year, and just it's been a roller coaster of mostly low. So it was it was cool to see. Did a hell of a job though. That and and I can speak just from experience. If you're starting on the front row on a late race restart, one of the most like anxiety peaked. Oh yeah. Like it's just it's it's a it's a whole whirlwind internally for you of like what games do i play what do i have to do you, know, you have to be so aware of all of your surroundings <clears throat> and it's hard enough to do it once mm-hmm. and that motherfucker did it six or seven times yeah. within the last like under 10 laps ago so he kept his cool he did a hell of a job he was wheeling the piss out of that race car him and, and him and ronnie williams had at the beginning of the race at least pulled away from the field by quite a quite a bit um, and Ronnie didn't really have anything for him. He, I mean, he was pulling away from him. And uh, the, as the late race restarts, you know, just kept coming. Keith Rocco was coming, and everyone was like, oh. everyone that was around, you know, sitting around us, was like, Keith might win this race. And you know, that Tyler fella had to hold off the best in the business. Yeah, there were a lot of heavy hitters behind him. There yeah. was like Owen Williams, Rocco, uh, Dowling was up there. Yeah, so 
the, having a mirror full of that. The, the way that he was able to get off the corner was oh. unlike any. <laughs> <laughs> get off. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. That's... What What you say? <laughs> after After this. Not, not on the mics. <laughs> in mics. the mics. Uh, yeah, no, but the like when Keith was behind him, there was at one point right, right after one of the late race restarts that Keith was right on his bumper going into one, and then Keith kind of got a little loose in coming out of two, and he just pulled him, and yeah. that was kind of the end of it. But yeah, it was cool to see him win. Very popular. Not not very often these days you see people get out of race cars, uh, even in victory lane, and have emotion. And he was borderline in tears. Like I, I think he actually was for a moment there. So that's the type of shit that you love to see. So, you know, Dan Collins, one of my favorite quotes ever is that the actual turning left and driving the race car portion of being at a racetrack is like 3% of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all the work that you put into it. It's the, the preparation. It's the being with the people that you want to be. And then in that moment, the place is packed, wins his first race. Love to see it. You know, kid, kid, you could tell that he wanted it. You could tell that he wanted to be there. He, you know, so often these days you see these kids go out, win races that have had shit handed to them and it doesn't mean anything to them. And you could tell that it oh, meant big something. big hockey guy, by the, by the way. Is he? are hockey fellows, yeah. We like a hockey yeah, guy. Heard that, heard that on the flow broadcast. <clears throat> Book <Just> hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's <laughs> no. It was it was very cool to see. I I've never met a, a what Tyler Hines is that his name? Yeah, Tyler. I've never met a Tyler Hines. I've never talked to a Tyler Hines. After this past weekend, I am a Tyler Hines fan. So uh, just keep doing what they're doing. I guess it seems like they have something figured out at this point. And so just uh, keep working at it. And yeah, you know, everybody loved to see it. I have never. It's been a long time since I have seen someone cross the line. And literally everybody in the stands was happy, cheering, fucking pumped about it, whether it was their car or not. Yeah. And there was other people sitting around us that you know, were affiliated with other cars in the race, jumping up and down happy. You just don't see that anymore. So good on them. You know, hell of a race, hell of a job, really. Just the fact that Keith Rocco even made it into the race was kind of a, a spectacle because he they were already lined up on the front stretch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he got wrecked in his heat race uh, in the lead. He was leading and just got turned. Um, just junked the car and barely made it out to the race. Finished second. Probably could have won. There was a couple more restarts. I think that he might have had something potentially, but that Tyler Hines kid was yeah. just on rails. I saw the Rocco team putting like a rear end tube together at the track and everything. So that's, that's a impressive. Bad, that's a bad day. Yep, that <laughs> that, a bad that's day. a long day when you have yep. to do shit like that. Yeah, not quick turnaround from the heat race to the feature. So yep. um, yeah, little little housekeeping. I did have uh, this quote from one of our group chats. This goes back to. Uh, to last oh, week yeah, at Loudon uh, at Buffalo Wild Wings, um, but <laughs> Bobby Timmons, our, our good friend, not giving a fuck as an art, and uh, Jake has excelled at such a young age. <laughs> talking about <laughs> Jake Johnson, yeah, talking about Jake the Jet. It's <laughs> uh, just a great quote. Yeah. Uh, also forgot that he hated him <laughs> at yeah. one point because yeah. of that. No, uh, we love a Jake Johnson. He he's willing to do porta potty interviews with us on Speed Fifty One, so you can't ever be mad at that. Yeah. Right. Also pretty good at what he does. Yeah. Also, at some point this week, I've been drinking Celsius, those uh, those little energy drinks, the healthy the healthy option there, uh, instead of coffee, trying to, you know, watch my figure. And uh, it's being in partnership with Truly now, there's been a couple, two, three times that I am so tired that I grab a Celsius out of the fridge, I crack it open at work, <laughs> I'm looking at my computer, I like look over quick and I like have to do a double take because I'm like, is that a Truly? Like, did, I, <laughs> did I accidentally grab a Truly? Because they're the same exact cans. They're both white cans yeah. if you get the right Trulies. 
and yeah, it's just uh, one of these days I'm gonna accidentally fuck up, and I think that just I might bring get, a truly to work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not as much caffeine in the trulies, I don't think. <clears throat> Took a nice nap after a lot of trulies last night. I don't do home. coffee very often. I'm shaking right now after that. I saw you down your two coffees. Yeah. And this is how much I drink, and since I don't drink your it hand often, is I, literally shaking. Yeah you've, yeah, you've had like three sips. Of I, know, I know, it's really <laughs> yeah. Coffee doesn't really do anything for me. I I just it just tastes good yeah. to me, like the, the caramel swirl, fucking cold brew, <laughs> right down the gullet. Plus one of them frozen deals. Those frozen deals are very good. Yeah, you might lose a foot later yeah, in life for because sure. of it, but that's fine. It is what it is. Um, like a three-legged dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so moving without the car. Moving forward, or looking the, at the next the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where in the world will BFP be? Presented by Any Racing News next weekend. Uh, You're going Friday. I'm places. jetting to Stafford, and uh, then I'm going to just go to Thunder Road. So this is going to be Sunday. This is going to be the first weekend of the year where we are going to be split up. BFP. He's going to uh, be here. I'm going to be at Beechridge doing Beechridge things. Um, hopefully, I can get my life together. I still need a couple things for the uh, the super late model, but I would like to make my Beechridge Pro Series debut on Saturday. Still got a lot of work to do, but um, I think it's attainable. This I think is a it's a big achievable. deal for you. I'm guessing it right? is. I mean, your it home is. track. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah it's it's going to be weird. Uh, Hickory was weird enough because that was the first race without my dad. Um, big deal. Had some moments, but uh, Beechridge is going to be tough because the house is literally you know two miles from the racetrack. That's where I grew up racing. You know, started off in go karts there. Did the Thursday midweek program, <clears throat> kind of went up through the ranks there. Uh, raced the truck very briefly there too. Uh, and then last like ten years, I was been in the sport series, and we've done you know short of winning a championship, we've done pretty much ev- everything that there is to do in the sport series. So. Um, I felt like for a while now that it's been time to move up um, and and progress that portion of my career. And the biggest thing for me is that there's been so many people that have had such an integral part of me being able to go to the racetrack, uh, biggest of which is Matt King. Um, he has been my ride-or-die guy for literally probably the last nine or ten years. And he's the guy you know behind the scenes that doesn't get as much credit as he should. He's working on the race car when I'm at work. You know, He's that one guy that'll, that'll go to the shop and do that and you know oftentimes there's a lot of people that love being at the racetrack but they're not at the race shop with you and matt is very much not that person he's you know he's the guy that you know without him i I wouldn't be able to race all that much so uh him and ashley both they're they're a huge phenomenal support group jeremy de very recently in the last year or so it's been great but um you know it's gonna be it's gonna be very cool if we can pull it off and it's just something i've looked forward to for so long now that i just want to do it I just want to get there. I want to do it. I want to be the height of what I can do at my level, and being able to bring that car to the racetrack will certainly achieve that. Fuck so. yeah! So, and then you'll also be at Thunder Road on Sunday. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to make that trek up as a fan. As right. a fan. As a fan. Yeah. We had to get um, unvaccinated <clears throat> tickets. Oh, yeah. is that true? Is that what Thunder yeah, Road's doing? Thing. It's a Vermont. Yeah, it's a. I love Thunder Road. <clears throat> Me too. Probably my favorite racetrack. I've said that numerous times. We, uh, I raced go karts there. That was a that's dangerous. That was yeah, that's yeah. dangerous. <laughs> that shouldn't have been done. <laughs> they should barely put cars on that, let alone go karts. Yeah, I remember when we did the go karts. Like I think it was like a northeast regional race. 
I remember the the show was paused for you know multiple times because well we don't have an ambulance but there's one on the way because they were just crisscrossing each other ambulance rides back and forth yeah not not a good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad ideas uh, no I it's like pyrotechnics I, did you ever crowd. race at Londonderry I did not no I went to almost every track in New England in go karts except that one. I raced at Londonderry one time and that again that's and it's another quarter mile high banked racetrack. Made for go karts, weirdly enough, and a quarter mile is pushing it on the outer edges of what you should put go karts on. And <clears throat> we had showed up to, I think it was Sugar Hill, for like the the Coke the Hill. Coke one million weekend or whatever yeah, that I was. I won one of those. Did you? Yeah. I got I, we went there twice and I got third both times. But uh, we showed up there and I think we got rained out. And it was just enough time where everybody's like, let's go to Londonderry. Then they were just going to, like, make a race for us because we had our own little kind of uh, click of whatever the rules were at the time. So people are calling up Londonderry, this, that, the other thing. Like, hey, can we get a race in? And um, Or maybe it was the other way around. I think we went to Londonderry. They got rained out. Then we went to Sugar Hill. Um, so we're at Londonderry. And, again, shouldn't really have go-karts on there at all. It's, it's a big place. And I think that... They had, they had like an actual radar gun there for whatever reason. And we were unrestricted flatheads. We're doing fucking almost 80 miles an hour in these go-karts that just should not be doing that. One inch off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. My ass is literally scraping the ground. So, um, that place was wild actually. Yeah. So we got rained out there and there's a picture somewhere. So my, my father and I that very limited on funds at the time. And he had this old fucking 19, I think it was an 89 Dodge Ram 1500 five speed. And it was a six-foot bed with an eight-foot cap on it, <laughs> literally hanging off the back, which was great because it started raining. We threw the cart in the back, and we flipped the tailgate out. Still had cover <laughs> over the top. And then uh, I think it was Dale Shaw and DJ and all those guys. It's starting to rain at Londonderry, and they're like, let's go to Sugar Hill. That's what it was. And uh, they're calling Sugar Hill up, like, hey, can we get this race in? Can we get this race in? And they're like, yeah, 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 you just got to make it. And Londonary to Sugar Hill is quite the hike. They're not really close to each other. And we pull in there, and they were supposed to have some weird antique fucking go-kart midget race or whatever at Sugar Hill. They just didn't show up. So they already had trophies all ready to go for us. So we go out there, do our race. I finished third, and uh, my I still have it. It's in the, the compound. It's one of the, the trophies from Sugar Hill. It, uh, it says, you know, Coca-Cola, whatever, 600 million weekend. And it has like it says like antique fucking lights <laughs> feature or whatever on the bottom. So um, yeah, I don't know how we got started on that, but you, you raced go karts at yeah. Actually, uh, I'll share like uh, my go kart. Uh, one of my favorite things. So Woodstock Fair. Have you heard of, yeah. of Woodstock Fair in Connecticut? So we used to race Pomfret on a weekly weekly basis, and not far from Pomfret was Woodstock, which has a large county fair, whatever you want to call it. I think county fair is like a southern thing. It's a, so up here, it's just a fair. <laughs> so they have um, a go-kart track there, had, past tense. And um, this was Christmas to us because it was Labor Day weekend. It was We would show up Thursday night, and it was a huge party. We would camp. Um, it's just the most fun moments of my life happened at Woodstock Fair. So we would race Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday, all you know, the whole time. You know, and everyone's doing the drinking and the hangovers, and, and there's stories nonstop, but... We were like a little out of control. Is this like, the hot tub? Yeah. Did I tell you about <laughs> you did. this? Yeah. Did I tell on the show? No, we were we were making t-shirts. Oh, okay. We were also drunk, so I understand why you don't remember. That. Okay. <laughs> so we um we would uh, 
there was one year in particular that everyone was just fired up. And this is incredible. You need to I rem- this. <laughs> like, I remember night one, we got yelled at because like Danny Cates and I, I, I maybe somebody else, like there were some silo towers because um, it's on farmland. It's on a big farm property. And we climbed up the silo towers and we we're hooting and hollering and stuff. And we get yelled at to get down. We figured we ruined the weekend, but everything was fine. Um, and then, so there's always, you know, inside the fair, there's always like displays for, you know, different companies and brands and stuff. And there was a hot tub display there every year. So every year, middle of the night, there would always be like a candy booth. We'd go into the candy booth. We'd, you know, rob a couple pieces of candy and then we'd go into the hot tub. Every year we would bring. You bait. robbed a hot tub? No, we would, rob, <laughs> we would, we would uh, bring our swim trunks. Every year it was like, all right, guys, you got your swim trunks. And just sure enough, every year we'd sneak into the fair and. All you had to do was push one button because it was all set up for display and we'd hop in the hot tub and, you know, sometimes we'd hear like a security guard. So we would just have to like put the cup, flip the cover and we'd have like this little bit of gap of air. So we would just have the closed <laughs> cover and we'd just be like poking our heads, our, our noses above so we could breathe and giggle in the whole time. So <laughs> and then there was one year um, it, or the exact same year that this happened, there was um a domestic dispute which isn't funny but it was the next day it was like on maybe saturday or sunday we were at the driver's meeting and um the club president is kind of having this discussion he's like all right everyone we kind of have to have a, a little talk here uh we are very appreciative that the that the fairgrounds and the farmer and everyone you know lets us come here and do the show and we think it's a great thing but we uh we have to do better and we have to get our act control, you know, everything under control because we got kids climbing the silo towers. There's people running around in the fair and spa tubs. There's husbands beating their wives. <laughs> what <laughs> and, and what a driver's is, meeting. Yeah. And that was, uh, and I remember like our Danny Kate's dad, Doug, like he was the vice president at the time. And Doug is, is a huge partier. Like this is one of the funnier guys you'd ever meet. Meanwhile, we're trying to find out like, where's Doug? And then somebody says, yeah, I went around the back of the camper and he's passed out and the generator's just blowing in his face. The exhaust. <laughs> so, so it was just kind of a funny scene. We had to tell Doug, like, hey, the driver's meeting, just so you know. <laughs> somebody was like, are you telling this to the club president or vice president? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was wonderful times. I mean, the parties there, was it was like college party, like just see if people. It was almost like last night type of deal. So that's it, just... Woodstock Fair was was wild, fun times. I think, I think the basic message is, you know, come for the party, stay for the race cars, or mm-hmm. come for the race cars, stay for the party. Whatever, it doesn't matter which order. Um, you know, we want <clears throat> we want to bring as many people to the racetrack as possible because it doesn't matter why you're at the racetrack; it just matters that you're there. Because nine times out of ten, we're all there for the same reason. Um, you know, again, going back on it, the actual racing turning left portion of it is maybe two or three percent of it. It's yeah. It's, it's about being with the people you want to be with. It's about having a good time. And you and I talked about this too, where for a while there, you know, after the races, the best thing about the entire night, and Bradley has been a part of this a few times, my favorite thing, especially if you have a good night, you put a trophy on the roof and you crack a beer and just have a beer with all your friends around the race car. Because that's like the culmination of, we did it. Yeah. Beer tastes better with a victory. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's nothing better than just sitting around the race car you know, talking about the night with all your friends, all the people you want to be around with just a nice cold frosty brew in your hand. And that's what drives me to get back to the racetrack because I love that moment. Mm -hmm. Yes. The driving part is cool. Yes. That's obviously why we are there, but the end of the night is the, 
the most satisfying thing ever. You know, the party was good when I uh, I was dancing the whole entire night and screaming the lyrics to every song at yep. the top of my lungs, and I do not dance. Yeah, you were very happy. That was having just a fucking great <laughs> You know time. who else the happiest person I saw last night was Daniel Eugene when they yes. played, uh, what was the Brooks and Dunn song? He was belting oh. out the lyrics in a very happy way. Oh, that, that's the song. That's the song that's on my fucking Snapchat. Born story. to love again. Yeah, brand I'm new man. Brand new man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck I think we're all singing that. Right? <laughs> yeah, that was that one. But he was I, choreographed. I woke was, up this morning and I was like generally concerned. I didn't know if I opened my mouth and tried to speak if I was if I was now a mute. I didn't know because yeah. my vocal cords are very unhappy. I I don't think that I ever stopped screaming at the top of my lungs every lyric to every song there was there was a couple songs that for whatever reason like we were we had a very large group of people that were in the, the little dance floor area there and those are like three or four songs they played last night the majority were heaters but there were three or four where we all looked around and we were like has anyone ever heard this song and everyone's like never one time ever <laughs> like okay and right. we are we are pretty musically yeah like diverse I, and cultured i feel like I, I feel like i sung every single song that everyone knew but then there was just a couple of them that no one knew, and you know. But yeah, I don't, I don't dance, and I don't think I stopped dancing last night. Some of the some of the best times though is in between sets, and you have the set music, and oh, just yeah. everybody either knows the dance or the, the words. Or, Pop oh, music. oh yeah, oh that that just gets me right like this. Which they're going from um, George Strait to Avicii, and everyone's dancing to both <laughs> songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Great, great night, great night. Just a just a great. Great atmosphere, great facility. Yeah. Can't say enough and, about Stafford. And this is why we say, like, with the speed, like the Speed Fifty Ones and the Flow Racings of the world, they are great. We we appreciate everything that they do. They do a hell of a job, and it is a good filler for the people who can't make it to the racetrack. But what we are telling you are the reasons why you need to go to the racetrack. Well, yeah, the whole obviously, there's a lot of people that have mixed opinions of the live broadcasts. You know, they think that people won't show up to the track if they're live broadcasting, but it's definitely proven wrong, especially for Stafford, because now that they, when they were doing the live broadcast, like even last year, well, now you've got people on Twitter from like the North Carolinas, especially like, you know, the, the guys who grew up down mm-hmm. there might even have like a little bit of stature to their name. Now, now they're tweeting about it and they're writing about it and it's, it's well, it's nothing but good. But prime example, though, is you know uh, we have a, a whole gaggle of uh, people that we know in North Carolina that I went to either college with or are originally from the Northeast, and uh, they're they're obviously not going to be able to make it. So that's their way of being able to to be there and be at the racetrack. But they weren't able to be at the concert. They weren't able to be you know doing the things that we were doing, stealing golf carts and things like that. So that's why you need to go to the racetrack if at all possible, and just be a part of it. You know what I mean? That's it's just one big happy traveling mess. It's significantly less fun to show up right before the green flag drops and leave right after the green flag or the checkered flag falls. Like it doesn't make any. It, it, yeah, as a racer or a fan, I I think I was explaining to you yesterday about how like Danny Cates and I we were always post race beer. That's guys. what I was getting at is that you you were you were talking about how you had watched people just leave the racetrack yeah, we're and you're, you're getting like leave. physically upset yeah it's yeah. like yeah. where 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 are these people going just, well this was the long day we're gonna go home and go to bed now yeah it's yeah. like no but we <laughs> cry. We're these like, things taste really good after a race yeah. line up like, for a full week imagine i just you leave right after the checkered flag falls of the last race and then you're stuck in traffic for 45 minutes and you're like just in a bad mood 
You're never in a good. No one's ever been sitting in traffic and been like, "Oh, I'm sure I'm happy that this is happening right now." Yeah, especially if you had a shitty night at the races. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's even worse. Like you don't know what you're getting for a product when it comes to the races. You could have races that are completely boring the whole entire night, and that's just going to leave a sour taste in your mouth. Leaving the racetrack, now you're stuck in traffic. You're just having a bad time. But if you stay afterwards and you're fucking jamming to Brooks and Dunn, absolutely just you know fist pumping like you're on the Jersey Shore, you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a much better time than fucking being at home watching i don't know what do people watch nowadays i don't even watch television the office and this is a random thought of the, of the traffic and the trailers and stuff golden girls um, yeah small small story i was in san diego with danny cates one time and uh we, we were staying at our friend mikey's sister she had a place out there so we go out bar hopping it was our last night there and we're up like really late well, it was like midnight, and I think a couple of people wanted to go home, but Danny and I were like, no, let's, let's just keep partying. Like, And they're, this was before Uber days. And they're like, well, how are you guys going to get home? We're like, don't worry about it. We'll find a way home. There's, We're on a kind of a main road. There's taxis and everything. We're going to run down the highway. Yes, well, we're getting, we're getting. So it comes to closing time, and I think we were just BSing with like the bartender or something like that. Closing time. And we went to leave, and we kind of poke, get, our, get outside, and we kind of look off the sidewalk down the road and we're looking to our left and looking to our right and it's just empty and it's like i don't really know what to do here and there's like no cars no people so like all right we'll start hiking and we'll figure it out as we go maybe we can find like a gas station and eat some food because we were wrecked and all we knew was that was that her apartment was right next to qualcomm stadium where the chargers play so as long as we we know where we're going and we know we want to go in this direction we knew somewhat Bring us to the 50-yard line of the football stadium. Yeah, so so we start walking, and we kind of get to, like, this intersection. <laughs> Uber just drives through the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Drops you off on the logo. All right, that'll be 49. So, so we're walking down the sidewalk, and we get to, like, there's a light intersection, and a tractor-trailer truck comes pulling up, and it comes to stop for the light, and Danny and I look at Danny. I was like, hey, hop on. It's going in the right way. So we hop on. If you can picture like the back loading dock bumper of a tractor trailer. So the very bottom step is like kind of low. And so we're like kind of just sitting there, but we kind of have to crouch because the loading, the doors, you know, I don't know how to, how to explain it with, I'm doing weird motions that people can't, (laughs) yeah, good for whatever. So we're sitting there and we're just kind of dangling our legs and the truck pulls off and it's like, (laughs) we're just kind of giggling there. And, um, so all of a sudden like the truck, goes for a little Does bit. Does the truck driver know you're hanging? No, out no, the no idea. No idea. What the fuck? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> so it, the truck, you know, goes for a little bit and then it slowly it must have caught like a, a red light. So it was kind of slowing down, slowing down and and Danny jumped off at a safe moment, but I think in my just I, I was drinking. I don't know. In the small amount of time, I look at Danny, I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And at that moment, he's like, "Well, I don't know." At that moment, the truck must have gotten the green light and started going again. And Danny is running as fast as he can. And within seconds, Danny becomes smaller and smaller to the point where he's, he's gone. <laughs> like invisible. <laughs> well, the truck goes for, I, I'm not going to be dramatic, many minutes <laughs> at 50 miles an hour. <laughs> And to the point where I'm like kind of getting a little nervous, it's like, what if this thing gets on the highway and it's going to like, you know, <laughs> you know to Texas tonight? It's gonna be a significantly more expensive Uber from fucking Iowa. Yeah. So it was, I think it was slowing down to like get on the highway. And I kind of had, 
I didn't like completely fall, but I did do like a small tumble, like jumping <laughs> off. And luckily, I mean, thank Christ, right next to a Seven <laughs> Eleven. So, <laughs> so I'm as happy as can be with just being a couple. Seven Eleven is probably less safe than being on the back of a fucking <laughs> tractor true, trailer. But true. also speaks towards your situation where you're pumped about being at a Seven Eleven. Oh, it was so it was so exciting, and I went inside. I got. Taquitos. A, a Thanksgiving feast of burritos <laughs> and stuff. And I sit on the sidewalk, and, and sure enough, I forgot about Danny. And my, my, my phone rings, and he's like, you can tell he's extremely out of breath. And he's like, hey, where are you? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm at a 7-Eleven. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll be there. And I was like, oh, you're going to be a while. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So he's like, all right. And he calls me multiple times. And each time, he's like, he's, he's in death. Like, about, <laughs> he's, like, he's breathing heavy. So finally, he calls me. And he's out of breath. He's like, he's like, all right, where are you? I'm like, I'm at the 7-Eleven. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm at the 7-Eleven, too. Like, where are you? I was like, well, I'm right on the front steps. He's like, I'm on the front steps. So I was like, keep going, Dan. There's another 7-Eleven eventually. <laughs> he's like, you are fucking kidding me. <laughs> It took him a long time, but he finally showed up, and, and he showed up, and he's bleeding. Like, he must have <laughs> fell multiple times. His head, his elbows, his knees. Like, he's just, I was like, what happened to you? He's like, fuck you, I don't want to talk about it. And then we uh, we got a ride home from a guy who was very much on some sort of drug. <laughs> <laughs> From a 7-Eleven? Weird. Yeah. I mean, we were, I'm shocked. We were very, we were kind of nervous about oh, where he was I'm taking so us. Because we were like, no, I'm pretty sure Qualcomm's the other way. He's like, I've lived here my whole life, man. We're like, we're just, luckily, we, we got home safe. What a fucking story what that the was. What just happened? How are you not dead? I don't know. Okay, we got uh, to end on that. Note, oh, my God. Wild. Holy uh, fuck. Do need just one... Last thing I know, Charlie has some closing statements, but at the end of this, I'm going to need you to say race car, race car. Here we go, race car, because oh, the, yeah. the audio is fucked up on the last one that I, I have to like adjust it every time. So. We need a nice, clean, crisp one that we're going to use from now on. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car. <laughs>